0: foodie lovers it's time
1: hello food lovers it's dave are you ready for some foodie fun
0: yes today and every weekday cooking something good and your host dave do so brings you foodie fun adventures and fantastic food talk Get ready for great recipes, food experts, daily prizes, lots of laughs, and of course, great deals on restaurant certificates and other food-related items at cookingsomethinggood.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, oh no,
1: it's
2: Dave
1: Do So. down on strange old town, she waits a yes, it is Dave Dusso. I'm back. Here we are. Once again, we're in the Conway Scenic Railroad Broadcast Studio. It's the CSG Broadcast Network, and we're bringing you another great episode of Cooking Something Good. Home of Cookingsomethinggood.com, a place for foodie fun, recipes, deals, gadgets, a lot more. It's a great place to find all kinds of food-related items. That's Cookingsomethinggood.com. And today on the Cooking Something Good show, we've got a continuation of what we've been talking about all week. It's seafood and seaside. Two great restaurants today. we got Damon Todd from the Portland Lobster Company in Portland. We've got Dana from BG Boathouse in Portsmouth. She's going to talk about their restaurant and especially their gluten-free options. They've got some pretty good ones there. We got the Sharila deal of the day. We got the foodie know-it-all question. We've got giveaways. We're going to have contests. We're going to have fun because food is fun and fun is food. You can't go wrong. It's cooking something good. So let's start out the show like we always do every single time. It's time for the Sharila deal of the day. Today's Sharila deal of the day. Hey, if you're in the seacoast or you're heading to the seacoast area... There's a great little place called La Maison Navarre. It is uh, downtown in Portsmouth. It is an authentic French restaurant. Great pastries, great lunches. The owners are incredibly nice. They're both from France. The food is really, really good. It's one of my favorite places in Portsmouth. And right now, you can get the Sharila Deal of the Day, which is a $20 gift certificate to La Maison Navarre for only 10 bucks. All you need to do is go to cookingsomethinggood.com and get yourself one of these certificates at 50% off La Maison Navarre. It is in Portsmouth, and it's the Sharila deal of the day. Moving right along, it's time for the Dear Dave question of the day. Every day, we answer a question from a listener. Send in your Dear Dave to dave at cookingsomethinggood.com in the subject line, write, Dear Dave, if we read your question on the air, you win a gift certificate. Today, it's $20 gift certificate to Gaucho's Brazilian Steakhouse in Manchester. So all you got to do is send it in. We answer yours, you win. And it's strange because we're getting Dear Dave's, which are like 10 and $20 gift certificates, but we're not getting any recipe of the weeks, which is a $100 gift certificate. So kind of strange to me. Anyway, today's Dear Dave comes from Mary in Methuen, Massachusetts, and she says, Dear Dave, my daughter and her boyfriend just moved to Boston. They got an apartment in the North End, and I went shopping with her the other day at the Star Market, probably the one on Causeway, I would guess, and it was okay, but the fruit and vegetable selection was not all that great. Do you have any recommendations? I know you've said that you've spent time in Boston. I have a great recommendation. Great question, actually. In the north end, which is where they have moved to, there's a place called Alba Produce. It's on Parameter Street. Mm. As you're walking off of um, Hanover, it's on the left, in between Hanover and Salem. I'll look up the address here. 18 Parameter Street. You can't miss it on the left-hand side. It, you can miss it, actually, because it's just a tiny little place. But Alby's a great guy. They've been doing it forever there, and it's just the freshest, best fruits and vegetables. If you live in the North End, and North Enders will tell you this, Alba's is the place to go, and Albie's the guy to see. That's the answer to your question. It's one of those no-doubt-about-it answers. Tell them to go to Albus on 18 Parameter Street. That's between Hanover and Salem, and they can't go wrong. That is the answer to today's Dear Dave question of the day. And because Mary from Methuen, you sent in the question, you will win a $20 gift certificate to Gaucho's Brazilian Steakhouse in Manchester. Congratulations. Thanks for sending it in. And I hope everybody continues to send those in so we can have more Dear Dave's every single day. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to have our first guest here on Cooking Something Good. Stick around, please. A gastromaniac, Jack H. from Hollis, New Hampshire, wrote in and he wants to know if I really use Manny's Olive Oil. I do. It comes from Crete. The Greeks make some of the best olive oil in the world. It is very well-priced. We have it at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's not terribly expensive. The price you see there is including shipping, so there's no additional shipping. It's harvested by hand. There are no chemicals. It's really a great olive oil. Manny's Olive Oil. I use it. And that's why I sell it, because if I didn't use it, I would not sell it on this site. Give it a try. Manny's Olive Oil from Crete with love. We're back. And if you're going into Boston soon, anytime soon, there's a great restaurant right on the edge of the North End. It's my favorite place. And I shouldn't say this because I have to interview a lot of restaurants, but really is my favorite place in the world for clam chowder. It's called the Boston Sail Loft. And with us today is Jamie Tipping, longtime owner. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us. Good morning, David. Thank you very much for having me. Hey, I have to start with this. You have Oreo cookies in glass jars, like a snack thing. I've never seen a bar that had Oreo cookies in a glass jar or any other kind of containers. I've seen chips, goldfish, nuts. Oh, yeah. But Oreo cookies, never. Never. And personally, just me, I think it's brilliant because I am still a kid and I really love Oreos. Why Oreos? Where did that idea come from?
0: Well, years before I had the very fortunate opportunity to open up the Boston Sale I had opened up several restaurants for other people and one was down in Maryland and down in maryland while i was down there, and the place was being built out i went to check out what the competition was doing what the market's like and everything doing my due diligence and my wife and i used to keep a log and we had a do column and a don't column and things that we liked we put in the do column when the opportunity came along and then we had things in the don't column well i was down in maryland and i walked into this bar it was about two o'clock in the afternoon and just had a lunch and just watch what's going on and i see oreo cookies on the bar And the Oreo cookies in the bar is very, very unique. So I asked the bartender, I said, why do you have Oreo cookies in the bar? And he had said to me, I don't know, the manager wanted to do it. So I called the manager over and I said, what's the deal with the Oreo cookies? Pretty interesting, pretty unique. First thing he said to me and all the things you had mentioned about peanuts and chips and everything, he said, take a look on the floor. What do you see? And I looked down and I said, I don't see anything. Uh-huh. He goes, that's right. You don't see peanut shells. You don't see crushed potato chips on the floor. You don't see any of that. I said, interesting. He said, do people really like Oreo cookies at the bar? He said, watch. I sat there for about an hour. Finish my lunch, everybody's reaching into the cookie jar, having an Oreo cookie because it's like the All-American dessert. So I kind of chuckled at myself, went right into the dew column, and I kept that. And it was probably about 10 years later when I had the opportunity to open up my own place, came right out for the Oreo cookies made a little adjustment after COVID. We used to have an open cookie jar there and people reached in and we'd have the tongs so people could get a couple of Oreo cookies for the kids. But during COVID, I bought a prepackaged six packs of Oreo cookies and people were thrilled because they said, oh, the tradition lives. So it was, uh, it's pretty unique. And my daughters are now all involved and my son, everyone's involved It's a family business. And when my daughters get involved, they come out and said, dad, we're going to have onesies made for... Young parents that met at the sale after many people over the years, and they said, Mommy met Daddy over an Oreo cookie.
1: Uh Aha. I love that. That
0: was pretty interesting. Yeah. That was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, The whole Oreo cookie thing is just brilliant. Okay, let's get serious now, though. Not that the Oreo cookie isn't a serious matter, but clam chowder. (laughs) Everyone, including me, loves your chowder. It's thick. It's loaded with clams. You can stick a spoon in there and it's going to just stand up right. And for me, anyway, there's a magical ingredient, one that sets it apart from all the others I've ever had. Your secret ingredient, which at this point you've been there so long, it's really not a secret anymore. But tell us, what is that ingredient that makes Dave Dusso love the sale off chowder so much?
0: Well, as you would say, it's not so secret. Uh, It is dill, and it's a very unique spice, and it goes against the grain of a traditional New England clam chowder. And I've been very fortunate that my kitchen staff, uh, two gentlemen, have been with me for over 30 years. And when the chowder was developed by my chef, actually my original chef, he ended up going to Florida, but the chef that's there now was trained by him. He came up with the recipe, and I said, boy, this is pretty unique and it's just taken off ever since, and we've been very, very fortunate. As you mentioned, it's very thick, it's very rich, it has the dill spice to it. What I always tell my guests, especially first-timers when they come in, I say, look, this chowder will fill you up. It can be a meal unto itself, so there's no shame in sharing, because you can always order more food if you are still hungry. And I'm a big fan of not wasting anything, because if you're like me, You say, oh, I can eat all of this. You get a to-go container. It sits in your car for a few days, and then this terrible odor starts coming around. So I make it a point trying to have people not to waste. And that goes along with our portions, which are substantial. And I always tell people no shame in sharing, only because I just don't like to see food go to waste.
1: Yeah, and uh, I've had it. It's overflowing, and it is incredibly filling. If somebody asked me top five chowders I've ever had, that might be number one. I've had a lot of chowder because I'm a lot of guy. Well,
0: interesting, one of the accolades that we've received are several over the years, Uh, in 2018 and in 2019, Boston Magazine has the best of Boston awards every year and some wonderful restaurants produce some wonderful foods and traditional items. We were very fortunate and humbled at the same time because of the competition to receive the best clam chowder in Boston two years in a row from Boston Magazine. 2018 and 2019, and most recently, we were on the Drew Barrymore Show, and we were on with Legal Seafood and with Yankee Lobster down in the Seaport District, and there were people voting, and long story short, two people voted for us, five people voted live, and then they had Twitter votes, and five people voted, two for us, two for Legal Seafood, and one for Yankee Lobster, and then they had Twitter votes, and I always chuckle at this, Legal Seafood got more Twitter votes than us, but that's because they have 50 restaurants, we have one. Yeah. And it's kind of a chuckle, but I tell you, I, I commend everybody to be on there, and all the accolades we received, I do appreciate
1: them. And I got to say, I do like Legal Seafoods clam chowder, but it's not in the top five for me. You guys might be the best I've ever had. Thank and, you, very much. And I'm, a, and I'm a big fan of chowder, so that's even bigger than Drew Barrymore. I think that's bigger than the best of Boston. <laughs> you, you got the Dave Dusso nod.
0: No one, no one's bigger than you, Dave. But you are the biggest.
1: You know what? Narcissists like me actually believe that. Hey. <laughs> When you come into Boston with your family, you say you take the family in, and in the Sail Loft, it's really a great place to go because the menu has something for everyone. We're going to do a little exercise here. I'm going to order from your menu for a make-believe family of three kids. A 13-year-old girl, say, and what she considers to be her obnoxious twin 11-year-old brothers. And when I'm done, I want you to grade my selections, A through F. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, they all split the nachos, and then my daughter gets, my make-believe daughter, gets fresh spinach salad, and the boys each get buffalo chicken salads. They all get clam chowder, of course. Boy number one gets twin lobsters with mussels. Boy number two gets the lobster mac and cheese, and my daughter, make-believe daughter, gets sautéed seafood portofino. They all get bottled water. Give me a grade A through F.
0: That is difficult because all of what you decided is spread out pretty evenly across the board when it comes to sales for the restaurant. However, I would have to say, you know, we're known for our lobsters, and I get out at the fish pier every morning, and I pick up my items fresh every morning. And some people chuckle, and they say, geez, Jamie, how come it's 70 years old? You're still doing that? And I say, well, two reasons. One, it ensures the freshness, but it's also cheaper than the gym, so I get a good workout by going down there and picking up my items every day.
1: Very smart. Very so, smart.
0: So the twin. Twiddle- What was the other one you said, Uh, did you
1: say? Um, um, Lobster mac and cheese. And then the daughter's getting this sautéed seafood portofino.
0: The portofino is a very, very big seller for us. And then the lobster mac and cheese, that speaks for itself. It's very filling, mountains of of lobster in it, and uh, and it makes it just a great presentation. So I'd have to put it in those orders. Interestingly enough, and and forgive me if I forget if you said this, did you mention fish and chips?
1: I did not.
0: Well, I would throw the fish and chips in that mix. And the reason why I say that is because we use fresh cod. And again, one of the accolades we just received on a local publication, as we were in the top ten as far as having the best fish and chips in the city. And I, I hate that you keep using the best because that, come, that comes across sometimes as a, let's just say, a little overconfident, but especially in this market. But uh, we have received these subjectively from other publications. So if I had to give you our family's selections, I'd have to say they covered all the bases. And one of the things about our menu, and you obviously know it, it's pretty simple, straightforward. It's no, uh, no fancy footwork, but everything is fresh. And again, our portions are substantial. So on those selections that you had talked about, don't be afraid to share, because then everyone gets a piece of it. And uh, if you're still hungry,
1: just order more food. And remember, two 11-year-old boys, good chance they'll still be hungry. Hey, 30 seconds or less, maybe 60 seconds at the most. We're running out of time, but there's a lot to do with the family for all ages, within walking distance of the Boston Sale Club. Can you... Kind of talk us through things close to your restaurants that families or romantic getaway couples can do? Certainly.
0: Well, one of the things about the city of Boston, which I uh, born and raised uh, in the area, and uh, my parents are from East Boston, and one of the proud things I like to say is Boston's a walking city. You know, unlike major cities like Los Angeles or Chicago or New York, the population is only about 650,000 people, plus or minus, and it being a walking city Locally, very historic, wonderful neighborhood of the north end of Boston. is Paul Revere House. It's with a five to 10 minute walk from my restaurant. If you wanted to walk to Fenway Park from Boston Sail Loft to Fenway Park, take you about maybe 35, 40 minutes, maybe 45. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not talking of Power March. It would take you through the Boston Common. It would take you through the Boston Public Gardens into the Back Bay. In the Back Bay, there is the Boylston Street, Newbury Street, Marlborough Street, Commonwealth Avenue. And each street has unique qualities, one for the architectural integrity, the other is for the historic value. Wilson Street is a very well traveled and pedestrian shopping area. It is the finish line for the Boston Marathon, Boston Public Library. There are some terrific museums close by. The Constitution is right. The Constitution, you can walk there in 20 minutes. Boston Garden, walk there in 15 minutes. You have some terrific museums, like I mentioned. One of my favorite is the Isabel Stewart Garden Museum. It's very unique, and she was uh, quite an eclectic character, and it's magnificent to go through. It's still a live crime scene, for those of you that don't know this, because there was some very, very expensive and very, I think there was a Rembrandt stolen out of there. This goes back about 20, 25 years, and there's still police tape marking it off with the paintings that were stolen off of there. Wonderful area, wonderful town. I'm very proud to be part of it.
1: Plenty to do. Hey, Jamie Tipping from the Boston Sale Loft. Thank you so much for being with us. Keep doing what you're doing because you guys are doing it right.
0: David, thank you very, very much for having me on and I appreciate everything you do for us. Thank you.
1: And we'll see you soon. We're going to take a quick break. We will be back right after these commercial messages. Hey, gastromaniacs. I know there's nothing more frustrating than when you're in the kitchen and you're working away like a maniac and you spill something. Don't worry, nothing cleans up all of your spills faster or better than Spill Solve. Simply completely cover any spill with Spill Solve until there's no visible sign of liquid. And with a few sweeps of a broom, all you're left with is a clean, dry surface. It's immediately safe for foot or vehicle traffic. And this includes greasy restaurant floors, too. No more chemicals mopping the floor down at the end of the night. If you own a restaurant, Spill Solved is also great. And the best part, Spill Solved can be used over and over again. That's right. It's recyclable. Use it over and over. It's an easy-to-use container. You simply pour it right back in. This is a great product. Spill Solved, you can find it at Cookingsomethinggood.com. That's SpillSolved Solved at Cookingsomethinggood.com. Hey, my friends, I want to take a moment and talk to you about Cookingsomethinggood.com. Cookingsomethinggood.com is a website, and it's a great website if you need something that's food-related, whether it's equipment, specialty foods, gift certificates to great local restaurants, good. And right now at cookingsomethinggood.com, we've got a really great thing going on. It's called the Cooking Something Good My Recipe Book. It usually goes for $19.99. We're selling it for $9.99 right now. It's a recipe book that's blank on the inside. It's got just blank lines that you can pass around to family and friends, grandparents, great-grandparents, aunts, uncles, people in your family who have great recipes that you want to keep forever. And when you buy one of these cookbooks for just $9.99, every dollar is donated to the Nashua Soup Kitchen and Shelter. It's a great organization. They help feed people who are in need, desperate need of food. Food insecurity is a huge problem in our country, and we are so lucky to have this organization right here in our area. So go to cookingsomethinggood.com for all your needs And get yourself one of these recipe books and help out a great cause. CookingSomethingGood.com We're back. Hey, you know what? It's time for the Forks Up Recipe of the Week. Every week, we invite you to send in a headshot of yourself and your favorite recipe to Dave at Cookingsomethinggood.com. Dave with a D like dynamite, like Dave, like do so. Dave at Cookingsomethinggood.com. In the subject line, put in recipe of the week. Or just recipe. And if we pick your recipe, you get a $100 gift certificate. You get your picture on the website all week, right on the front page, and your recipe right there. How can you beat that? It's a great deal. Last week, we didn't have anybody. So we got my mom, Nanny. Nanny's recipe is up on the site this week because it's a new show. And we didn't get anybody to send anything in. If one person had sent in, they would have won a $100 gift certificate That's all you got to do. Just send it in to DavidCookingSomethingGood.com, a headshot and your favorite recipe, and you will be a winner. And the next prize is a good one. It's a $100 gift certificate for free to Casey's Rib Shack in Manchester. No white linen tablecloths here. You sit down and you get ready to get yourselves, your hand, your faces really dirty. Great Barbecue at Casey's Rib Shack, $100 gift certificate. All you got to do is send us your picture and your recipe to davidcookingsomethinggood.com, and you can be a winner. And we're back. All week long, we've been talking about restaurants on the water. It's Seaside this week on Cooking Something Good. It's one of my favorite things. I love being on a dock and eating just simple, really good food. And with us now on the phone... From the Bee Gees Boathouse in Portsmouth is Dana, the front of the house manager. Dana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Hey, we've talked about a lot of different places this week. One of the things that we haven't talked about, a lot of times you go places where you're a little bit older children, and they may be gluten-free. You guys actually have a pretty substantial, pretty good gluten-free menu on top of all the other great things. So can we just start by talking about some of the things on that gluten-free menu in case you or your children or someone in your group needs gluten-free?
2: Yeah, so we have a lot of broiled options like our broiled scallops. Our scallops are excellent here. They're fresh. We also have our fish of the day, which can be grilled or blackened. Those are both gluten-free options. We serve salmon, swordfish, tuna, and also halibut that can be blackened. We do have a lot of items like our lobster roll um, is made to order. That is is gluten-free. We have homemade coleslaw here. There's a lot of options.
1: <laughs> you know, and that's nice because we haven't talked about it all week, but a lot of times you go to places and they have gluten-free, they'll have three things, but you guys have a, a nice selection. So I think that's great. That gets, yeah. that gets nice points from our listeners here. We call them the gastromaniacs. Um, <laughs> you guys are right on the water, right?
2: We are a beautiful view. We're on Sagamore Creek and it leads right to the ocean and it's high tide. You can have all your boats here. We uh, have a customer dock that you can bring your boat, you can park there, you can eat and then head out or you can pick up to go with your boat.
1: Oh, how nice is that? Cannot beat it. Mm -hmm. And how how are things going? Last year was last year and and we almost want to shut our eyes and pretend it didn't happen. But (laughs) so far so good. How's how's everything going?
2: going well right now we are at 100 percent capacity we are still sanitizing menus doing all that precautions we are not allowing standing room at the bar at the moment but we have all of our seats available so it is a lot better than last year
1: (laughs) good and the crowds are coming back
2: they are yes
1: that is fantastic and the other issue a lot of places are having nothing we haven't talked about is finding workers are you guys okay there too
2: Um, I mean, all the restaurants in this area are understaffed. So at the moment right now, we're accepting parties of eight or less just because we are understaffed in our kitchen. And it just helps them be able to make sure they can get the food out at a proper amount of time and make sure everything runs smoothly.
1: Great. So if you're out there and you're looking for some work, there are opportunities at many places, including Bee Gees Boathouse. Yes. Which is great. And that's not like I said, that is not unique to you. That is a problem all across the country. And it's actually a problem all across the world. I've been talking to friends who own restaurants everywhere, and it's it's just an yep. ongoing problem. But I think everyone is doing an amazing job uh, considering what a terrible year last year was and the shortage of, of workers. I just think you guys are, are doing yeoman's work, and we all appreciate it so much. Dana from BG's Gees Boathouse in Portsmouth, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have more foodie fun here on Cooking Something Good. Stick around. Take a step back in time. Visit New Hampshire's Conway Scenic Railroad at the center of North Conway Village. We offer a choice of heritage and scenic train rides the whole family will enjoy. Take a journey over Crawford Notch on our Mountaineer. Or take a spin on one of our valley runs where we recreate classic train travel when rustic passenger trains ran from town to town. Our pub train offers a selection of beverages and culinary delights. Call 603-356-5251 or visit us online at conwayscenic.com. Parents, if you're looking for a really good, fun time with your kids, something wholesome, Something interesting for not just your kids, but for you too. It's the Conway Scenic Railroad. They've got great trips. Uh, You can go anywhere from four and a half to five hours to 45 minutes. But you got to get there and get on that website now because these tickets sell out fast. And they've got great food on these trains. I have been there. I had a chance to get into their kitchen cars. It's amazing what they're able to produce. Great food. Great fun. Just a great day in North Conway. So, go to the North Conway Scenic Railroad's webpage. Just go to cookingsomethinggood.com. You can click right through from there on the little train. It'll take you to their website, the North Conway Scenic Railroad, recommended by us here at Cooking Something Good. I always wonder what people do during the breaks radio shows, TV shows, what they do during the break. Just now, I pretended that I was Hungarian. It was kind of fun. Didn't quite know how to act. I don't do a Hungarian accent, but I just pretended in my head that I was Hungarian for just 60 seconds or so. It was kind of different. It was unique. Anyway, it is time for the Foodie Know It All Daily Quiz. Every single day here at Cooking Something Good, we have the Daily Quiz, and if you win, the Daily Quiz, if you're the first to answer the question at 732-336-1040, be the first person to leave the correct answer, and you, my dear friend, are going to win a $20 gift certificate to Casey's Rib Shack in Manchester. In today's foodie question of the day, Doritos, one of the true staples of a good healthy diet according to some people are one of the most popular snacks in America but what do the words dorito translate to in Spanish Doritos translate into what word Dorito in Spanish Be the first to answer 7323361040 you win here at cooking something good Today's foodie know-it-all question of the day is brought to you by E.L. Harvey & Sons, a family-run business that has quietly been improving the quality of life, providing environmentally sound and economically sensible waste disposal and recycling since 1911. Check them out at elharvey.com. It's unbelievable to me. Just like that, another show is over. It, it just whizzes by. It's, it's the fastest 30 minutes in all Southern New Hampshire broadcasting. But it was a great show today. A special thanks to Jamie Tipping from the Boston Sail Loft and to our good friend Dana. And she is at the BG Boathouse in Portsmouth. She talked to us today about some great gluten-free options that their restaurant has. Tomorrow, we're coming back. It's going to be fun again. We've got Lorraine. She is with the Beach Plum. And we've got Damon Todd from the Portland Lobster Company. And we're going to have, of course, the Sharila deal of the day. We're going to have a foodie know-it-all question. We're going to have a bunch of really fun giveaways. All in all, I think tomorrow is going to be another great day. So we hope you join us. Oh, the other thing is we're starting to get some feedback, emails, and calls from you listeners. And we really appreciate that. We love talking about food and we love discussing food, whether it's by email or in person with you, because food is fun and fun is food. And it's always foodie fun here at Cooking Something Good. We will see you tomorrow. Have a great day.